Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones in the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we are a VHS podcast that looks at the trailers, the box art, and behind the scenes. And at the very end, we put something in our museum, just like Indy. We wax nostalgia. Uh, talking about <laughs> talking about videotapes. So enthusiastic. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to say right now? Why did I open my mouth? <laughs> well, we've got a... This is the number two... Yes, of Dinosaur Month. Of Jurassic June, and we did Dinosaurs, A Fun-Filled Trip Back in Time. Did you ever see this as a kid? So this incarnation, no. Now, we'll get into it when we talk about the movie, but basically it's broken into pieces. I have seen the stop motion, but I have not seen this video, which has like a framing device and everything like that. I have not seen this. Yeah, so you've seen the 1984 Will Vinton productions claimation of this but this tape actually came out in 87 and has some extra footage so i did see this as a kid i saw this in school i want to say second or third grade and that's the whole point of this tape is to introduce children to dinosaurs yeah it's a learning tape for sure and that's honestly probably how i saw the the animated the stop motion portion was probably in school as well just like a different tape so we both have a tiny history with this. I remember this. I definitely didn't remember all the stuff at the beginning, but I, I remembered a decent-sized portion of this claymation of the dinosaurs. So let's get into it, Matt. Why don't you break down the box art on this? This is a Golden Vision tape, and it says so at the top here, uh, and it is dinosaurs exclamation point fun filled trip back in time as we mentioned it's a golden book video as well uh, discover the real monsters who dominated the earth for millions of years and it's a pic just one picture kind of in a grid box um, and then within it the picture is just like the two dinosaurs eating together from the uh, stop motion portion mm-hmm. and the like triceratops looking thing kind of looks like remember that show bump in the night oh the little yes looks like the blue guy from that that's what it like immediately shot my brain to kind of almost look like toys a little bit too when they're posed like this when they're stopped this is a side loader this is a isn't a pull down tape it's a Mm -hmm. side reveal here Uh, we flip over to the back capture the excitement tops in adventure and entertainment golden vision Dinosaurs! Exclamation point. Everyone in Philip's science class has a great idea for a report. Everyone, that is, except Philip. That evening, he listens to a song playing on his boombox, and it provides him with the inspiration. Dinosaurs! The next day at the museum, Philip discovers the search for the truth about these magnificent animals and their astonishing 160 million year success on the earth is the most fascinating mystery tale he's ever heard. What follows is an exciting collection of established theories and fascinating speculation. Philip's report will captivate viewers of all ages as it captivates Philip's classmates. The Kingdom of the Dinosaurs comes to life through animation, live action, and special claymation feature by Will Vinton Productions. Running time 30 minutes, Will Vinton Pyramid Films, 1987-1980. 
Yeah, this is very odd. You don't see many of these split up, but I understand it because it's kind of like an anthology. Well, not an anthology. It's like jigsaw puzzles right. of children's thing. Like, just throw all the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. If you come across this tape in the video store as a kid, are you renting it? Definitely. It's dinosaurs yeah. done. It's Yeah, it's a cartoon or stop motion style i'm absolutely picking this up this is one even as a teenager like if they had five movies for five dollars for five days that i could still see myself renting absolutely there's just i mean it's hard i grew up you grew up in dinosaur fever and it's just so damn hard to break that i look at shit nowadays with dinosaur that's like a terrible sea level movie and i'm still like I'll watch it. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you 100%. Like, even into my teens, I probably still pick this one up. Yeah, there's just something about dinosaurs. I mean, they're just cool. Yeah, I mean, even learning about them doesn't feel like school or learning. You know, you're just like, whoa, cool. And that's why it says, you know, discover the real monsters who dominated the Earth for millions of years. I think as, as monster kids, we're immediately attracted to, like, monsters, and I'm doing air quotes, that were real. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of learning, why don't you step into our classroom and we'll teach you about this tape. Pop it in! And now, our feature presentation. Okay, so this starts off with a very familiar voice. Right. Whose voice is that, Matt? Yeah, we're, we're in like a child's bedroom for the beginning of this, and it's live action, by the way. And we're hearing this voice, and he's talking about, what am I going to do for my science project? And then you just go, is it the Wonder Years? And I was like, is that Fred Savage? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely something I do not remember from this. So when you see little Fred Savage and his cute little curls and his yeah. chubby little cheeks, yeah, like, damn it, Fred Savage, you are so talented. Well, it's it's funny because he's so talented as an actor, but at the same time, especially when we were watching this and he was, you know, trying to figure out what his report was going to be on or whatever, he was so good at playing, like, the every kid, though. Yeah. Yeah, he was, like, obviously a star, could act and everything like that, but he was so good at just being, like, dealing, especially, you know, with Wonder Years, just dealing with, like, what 10-year-olds deal with. Yeah, he was a combination of cute, adorable, intelligent, and kind of a blank slate. Yeah, just relatable. You could, yeah, yeah. definitely be like, yeah, he's, like, more more adorable than I ever was as a kid, but at the same time, it's like, man, he's dealing with and handling things like I am, you know? And when he, yeah, you see his hair, you know, like you said, the little curls or whatever, it's all like tousled and stuff. And I'm just like, man, he just looks like a regular kid. Like he's just like a regular like, kid with amazing camera presence. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's so crazy. He's he's a one of a kind for sure. So our kid's name was Philip, I think. Yeah. And Philip was listening to music loudly. His mom gets mad at him, but he's like, Mom, I gotta figure out a science project idea. And then a song comes on the radio, and it goes to this 2D animation of a dinosaur band playing, and they're playing a song called Mesozoic Time. Turn off that music and go to bed. I fell out of my bed I 
think that's how you pronounce that time period. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it's got a very 90s look, but kind of like a 80s hairband sound. Yeah. It was an odd combination and a very weird song. Yeah. You learn about some of the dinosaurs. Like, they, they don't go through them all, which I just thought was, like, kind of weird that they're like, this dinosaur, this dinosaur. Like, they, they pluck certain ones to talk about. And I'm sure it's just, like, what rhymed. But, like, just a weird thing. And it's, like, five minutes long. It's, like, yeah. pretty long. It's too long. Yeah, it's too long. It needed to be cut down to about two and a half or three. This is for kids here. Attention span is yeah. low. It was put together by a band, I think, called Charmed don't have any clue if that's a real band they weren't on wikipedia so i'm not doing any further research <laughs> yeah stop Sorry, there fans. stop <laughs> there yeah and it's sort of our first break so like at this point i was like oh okay this is what this video is going to do because i knew there was stop motion coming later we got like this fred savage live action wraparound and then we get breakdown we get like certain things so like yeah he hears this on the radio so we go to this whole five minute video music video and then it comes back to Fred Savage and then he's going to go to the museum which is like sort of the next break this is very crude animation too that they use for this one. Oh, for the 2D band animation yeah oh yeah it's it's, it's kind of just like well it's actually when I looked at we'll talk about it behind the scenes it's kind of what Golden Book Video started doing because their first sort of thing that they did was they were taking their books they're like little Golden Book series mm-hmm. and they just sort of like were taking the actual pictures from their books and just, like, sort of moving them. So it was only, like, just, like, very rudimentary animation. Mm -hmm. Very poor, almost like storyboard animation. Right. In a way. So we get that. He goes to the museum. He starts learning about rocks and fossils. And just like any kid, it's like, how can you tell what dinosaurs did from a rock? They explain that. And then he gets transported... Where do we get transported after that? Where well, he's my notes? he's in he's in the museum for a while, and he's I think this is the Milwaukee Museum where they see the dinosaurs and stuff, and then it breaks ah, off into yes. some like two D chalkboard animation. Well, that's next because I remember the dinosaur park in Milwaukee, like postcard he puts down. Then it goes to then he goes to school, and that's when it starts the Will Vinton. Oh yes, and and that's when we lose Fred Savage's voice because he was not part of this. This is when it goes to like the '84 because the chalkboard animation starts and it's wacky. Yeah, it's fun though. It's good. That's what I remembered about this. That's like I've seen that before. I said it was definitely done by old school hippies for sure. It's way out there. And this, yeah. So after we after we do the Fred Savage at the museum portion, that's what basically takes over the video. That's all that's left. Yeah, it goes into like the veggie eater and the the meat eater, which is on the front cover Mm -hmm. of this box art. And we learn that some of them ate vegetables, some of them ate little bitty creatures, or even other dinosaurs. Right. Read the lunch menu. Some dinosaurs were herbivores. Now that means that they ate only plants. They were harmless creatures with teeth suitable only for chewing soft plant food. But some dinosaurs had rows and rows of huge teeth. They were the carnivores. That means they ate only meat. Sometimes they ate other dinosaurs. I think I'm gonna be 
sick. And we see some of that in action too, because once they break away from the chalkboard, we go into like the the what they call the Jurassic period. Then, so we we cover Mesozoic earlier in the the tape, and then later in the tape we go to the Jurassic. We see like one of like a few of the dinosaurs, like the super sore and things like that, like just tearing apart other dinosaurs. Yeah. Like we blood, we even get a little bit of blood. Which, yeah, that surprised me when they showed off the T-Rex, like, nabbing a flying dinosaur. What am I thinking of? The, the pterodactyl. pterodactyl. Yeah, pterodactyl. Uh, I did love one of the facts on there is a 100-ton Brachiosaurus has the brain the size of a kitten. Yeah. And it also has two brains, one at the top of its tail, because it could take over a minute pain sensory in the bottom of the tail to reach the top of the head because it was so far away yeah the longest dinosaur measured one-third the length of a football field that ought to keep everybody in the locker room (laughs) when he received a message here it had to travel all the way to its brain here and then the message from the brain had to travel all the way back again that could take as long as a minute so the Diplodocus had a sort of a helper brain. Here. You ought to send away for one of those, Richard. That's yeah. just nuts. This whole tape kind of deals with, like, little factoids. Like yeah. that. Like, I, I don't remember everything that they mentioned in, like, the three little sections here. But, uh, yeah, that's sort of what this is. It's, like, it's a broad stroke, like, dinosaurs existed then. We don't know what killed them. Here's our, here's, like, our assumptions of what might have killed them. This is what life was like when they were around. And then, like, yeah, then it goes into little things. Like, it gives us little weird factoids like that as well. It's really fun. Uh, I mean, they had some nice shots in it, too, because I could not believe the rack focus. Yeah, you brought that up immediately when it happened. I was like, a rack focus in a stop-motion claymation, that had to be difficult. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing frame by frame and you are literally racking the focus, and this wasn't a rack focus, like, where the things in the foreground and the background were still... They were moving. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> and it was a rack focus and then a zoom in. Yeah. That's incredible. That was probably extraordinarily hard to do. I mean, that's extraordinarily hard to do, I assume, just in a normal feature-length film. Yeah, to uh, rack your focus, be in focus, and then move forward and have to keep that focus as and you And then it forward. goes into focus like yeah. as the foreground comes in. It was, I mean, that's a testament to how good... Will Vin's studio was. Yeah, I mean, that, there's a reason this is, you know, multi-award winning yeah. uh, short film. And probably the reason they made this tape was because they got the rights to that and they were like, we're going to frame it with some th- weird Fred Savage thing, but like, this is the star. Like, mm-hmm. having this stop motion mini feature. I mean, this is a great way for kids to learn. Uh, this is an excellent video. I would suggest it to anyone yeah no this would still be great in schools it, it's timeless like out fred savage like i said he's the every kid so it's relatable immediately uh he's just listening to music while doing homework kids still do that you know like it's it's timeless you could still play this tape in a school today and like still get the same information to kids yeah i wonder if they do play this at all or if it's too old if they've got something else that's better they probably do have some like cg animated thing some computer thing Back in my day. Back in my day, they had to wheel the fucking yeah. uh, big-ass beast of a cart with the giant TV. That if it fell on a kid, they'd 
they'd be in the hospital. Right. Like, <laughs> and, like, when they would send us to go get it from, like, the media room or whatever, uh, there'd be, like, four of us that had to wheel the car. It'd be like, all right, you four, go go <laughs> to the closet and go pull out the media center or whatever. And then here we come with, like, the, the rack with the giant TV and, like, the 46 VCRs for some reason that, like, nobody knew how to work any of them. <laughs> all of that. I wonder if kids are allowed to do that anymore with the tragedy of all these stupid-ass school shootings if... Like, are kids allowed to leave the room and go to the media yeah, right. room? Right, yeah. Or do like, they have to have, like, something. A, have to have, like, eight supervisors, like, follow them? Yeah. I don't know what schools are like now. Nope. I'm, no idea. So too removed. Scary. Too scary. Let's get into the behind the scenes on this. Behind the scenes on this, we didn't quite know what to focus on. So Matt here looked up the distributor. Yes, I looked up Golden Book Video, uh, which was also credited as Golden Vision on this. So this was a Golden Book Video started in 1985. And basically they took the, as I mentioned earlier, they took the little Golden Book series that they had. They would sell them under $10, which was cheap in 1985. And they would uh, they would just do slight movement of their art from their books. And it was basically just videos of their books. And then in 1986, a year later, after they put out a bunch of those, they would they started putting out music video tapes. And then in 1987, that's when Golden Vision became a thing. And they would this was actually new content, not just adaptations of the books, not just music videos that they've acquired, but these were cartoon episodes, TV specials, things like that. And they created new content, which was actually live action, so like the Fred Savage thing. And they put out a bunch of these tapes all the way until 1990. And then they, in 1991, this whole Golden Book shuttered. All these things were eventually acquired by Classic Media, which then was acquired by DreamWorks Animation's subsidiary DreamWorks Classics. And then all of DreamWorks Animation got bought out by Universal. So in a long sort of rabbit hole, Golden Book Video all ended up at uh, Universal. Wow. What a trip. Yes. <laughs> so I looked up more stuff on Will Vinton's studios and uh, kind of the awards. Now, they won a Gold Hugo and, you know, the Chicago International Film Festival Award in 1980. And it also won the Houston International Film Festival. Looking into more of Will Vinton's production company, we won't go super far into it. We want to save it for hopefully some other Will Vinton's. But they did do, you know, the California Raisins. They did the Domino's Noid and a lot of other advertising that you'd notice. So it was kind of interesting because he is really a character. I know there's some documentaries on him. But I did see that it basically was bought out in 2002 by the Nike's owner. And then it was renamed Leica Entertainment. Really fascinating on that. But they ended up doing stuff like Paranorman and yeah. uh Coraline yeah know? yeah no I really like Leica Studios it's just it's so weird that that was born out of the Will Vinton uh stuff yeah apparently he got he was not a very good business owner at the tail end there yeah just spending entirely too much money sometimes this happens with these artists they'll chase the art films of these and they forget to sell to the populace yeah, that's it. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he also spent a lot of time developing projects that just never went anywhere. Yeah. So I mean, you got it. It's got to happen. And Leica makes good stuff too. So it, it ended up working out. Besides having seen this short before, my only connection to him would be the California Raisin. 
raisins from the California vineyards. Don't you know I heard it through the grapevine? Sounds great, doesn't it? You know, I've seen those before. I would really love to get Moonwalker, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, and then show you that, and then we could review that. Because I guarantee you that's probably VHS. That isn't crazy rare. I've seen it before at convention, so we could probably get it. Yeah, that would be a fun one to get. A lot of the Willie, like the Meet the Raisins, that's going to be a tough one to get. Yeah, I would I would love to see them, though, because I remember them. And I think I even had the toys, because, yeah, they came out in 1987, but I was born in 89, so a lot of that stuff was still around when I was a kid. All the little toys of them and the commercials with them were still on air, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I still have, a, you know, since it was in within the first five years of them coming out, I came out. Uh, <laughs> I, remember, I remember them. They were still a part of pop culture. Okay. Well, let's move on to the museum, what's next, and maybe what we watched. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. If you're new to the show, this is the part of the show where we put something in our museum. We go out in the wild with all this plastic, and we find something good or bad to stick in our wings of the museum. Matt. I'm gonna let you go first. I'm actually I, I love I love the stop motion animation, but I'm gonna put in the wraparound of the Fred Savage thing because they make it work. You, the, to get to the point at which we get to the, basically the main course of the stop motion, they they do this Fred Savage wraparound where he's got to put the project together, and while he's figuring out what he's gonna do about the project, and while he's learning, we get the different sections: the uh, the cartoon, the museum section, and then eventually the the meat. But that works the way they handle it. I think it I think it's a cute little wraparound. I'm gonna put in you know sort of adding something later that ended up working out. Yeah, I'm going to put the entire claymation at the end. Uh, There are certain points that I love a lot, the rack focus. But this was a kind of, so we just got done watching this. This is literally a show where we popped the tape in and watched it and then went and we go right to recording. Right. So there was a good 10 to 12 minutes where I don't think Matt and I said anything. Yeah, we were just watching this. Yeah, we were just was, into it. Like sucked us right in. And and I'm a chatter during these movies. I like to make little side comments and ask questions. Matt, you're a little bit more quiet. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting to see we were basically zoomed in the entire time on the seventeen minute claymation. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, and it, and for those who don't know or and and don't you know, didn't catch it at the beginning, this is only a thirty minute tape. This is a very short very short movie that's why this episode's so short but like absolutely still for the pretty much the whole 30 minutes even we were captivated yeah highly recommend you find this vhs uh, get it absolutely if you catch this one in the wild the whether it's just the dinosaurs uh will vinton animation or this uh golden video you know with the wraparound either one grab them absolutely yeah did you catch the Happy Time Murders trailer that just launched? Yeah, I did. Uh, it was attached to Deadpool 2, which I saw the other day. So when I saw the trailer, my kind of heart just grew three sizes. Uh, I have a love for odd puppetry, uh, especially when you get into something weird and wacky like this. Now, I have no idea if this film's going to be any good, but the trailer made me laugh out loud by myself. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I laughed my ass off, and... Even if you strip the 
like R-rated nature of the film away, I'm still interested because it's a wacky puppet movie. Like I'm in anyway. But then adding that extra layer of like the dirty humor, I'm like, this is made for me. Like sold. <laughs> yeah, like I have a DVD of Meet the Feebles, Peter Jackson's Meet yeah. the Feebles. I have DVDs of Greg the Bunny. Right. I have a DVD of Puppets Who Kill that was on Comedy Central and I think was a Canadian production. There's just really weird stuff. And it, it's tough to find any of these because, you know, without the Muppets or certain other ones, these just don't sell. They don't really have much of an audience. Yeah, I think it's us. I think that's all it is. <laughs> and it's like the cult, cult movie people, and we just... There's not enough of us. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, Meet the Feebles was not, like, a hit. It's a cult classic, but it's not a hit. I don't even know how he got that made. Yeah. I, I know nothing about the behind the scenes on that. No. Would love to. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I actually am not a big fan of that movie. It's, like, my least favorite Peter Jackson movie. Because it's fucking hard to get through? Yeah. It's... Yeah. And, I mean, I don't, I don't mind that it's, like, gross and, like, offensive. I think that's great. I just think that the movie's, like, an hour and a half long like it's a really it's really hard to sustain that for that long you know no it needed to be like 40 minutes yeah it would have been an incredible short but as an hour and a half it's more exhausting than anything i respect that movie but i don't love that movie okay so since this trailer was in deadpool 2 why don't you talk about it yeah i'll keep it brief uh i don't want to spoil it because it did just come out and uh even by the time this episode airs it'll it'll only be out for two to three weeks so i don't want to spoil anything but I liked it. I thought it was a bit choppier than the original. The original's tight. The original's a really tight movie. Like, you could tell they've been working on that for years, you know? <laughs> this one is more just like, okay, the first one made money. Let's just throw everything in the kitchen sink in there. But that said, it works. It's a lot of fun. And, they yeah, they throw everything at you. And it might be a little overwhelming for the first few minutes. But after that, it's, it's, it's a wave of fun. I know it's on Rotten Tomatoes that it's got an 83 from the critics and it's got an 86 from audience. Or maybe that 83 is, you know, added together with the audience and the critics. But either way, to have two of the algorithms that close tells you how much this movie's being enjoyed. Yeah, people are liking it. It made money, too. It made $125 million this weekend. Yeah, I really had no fear of that because the first one was so good that even if you heard that the sequel wasn't good, you'd probably still watch it if you enjoyed the first one. Right. And people did. People came out to see it. And, uh, yeah, people are liking it. It's, it's a fun movie. The, the action scenes are great. I honestly, like, I could give you, like, a summary of the plot. There's so much happening. It's actually kind of hard to. Like, I was mindful that, like, the trailers that came out before it really didn't give much plot stuff away. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird that, like, you kind of get very basic, like, nibbles of the plot. And then when I got to the movie, I was like, oh, that's why. Because there's just constant, like, stimulation. Like, the, you know, that's what Deadpool does. It's it's uh, it's constant stimulation. It's everything in the kitchen sink. It's jokes a mile a minute. Like, that's what it does. So Is it whiplash filmmaking? Would you consider it? Or is it better than that? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, yeah. It'll snap your neck if you're not ready for it. If you're if you're just sitting in the seat and you're just like, okay, entertain me movie, it throws you in like second one. So, yeah, I gotta admit that first trailer that had like the taxi. I just call it the taxi trailer mm. where he runs into his friend, the taxi driver, and then they set up X Force and Domino. That's the only 
trailer I watched of that. It's so good. They were really good at selling. I have no idea what's going to happen in that movie, but you gave me everything I wanted to see to attract me to it. Yeah, no, the marketing is really smart. And yeah, like I don't. That's why I don't want to give anything away because like that's all you need. Just those little morsels to get you in there, and then the rest takes care of itself. <laughs> Plus, Brolin looks awesome as Cable. Oh yeah, I, I, I liked him way more as Cable than Thanos. So Josh Brolin to me is he's really really good as almost anything. Oh, yeah. I'll agree with that, for sure. Let's move on to what's next. And what's next is Raptor Ranch, or, as it's now called on YouTube, Dinosaur Experiment. I have no idea what you're about to do to me. I don't know anything about it. I'm not looking it up. I'm just going to push play on the video, and we're going to go. Well, I'm (laughs) sorry to, you know, I'm sorry, John and Matt. You guys got exposed to what i randomly picked out i had fun watching it i knew it's better than a sci-fi movie okay but it's less than i would say it's about on par with you know carnosaur carnosaur 2 all right well i like those movies so i might like come away like well that's i that's why i picked so looking at this entire month i was like okay i got theodore rex that's kind of like the what the hell happened i went to dinosaurs here which is like a smart kids thing went to a b movie then we get jurassic park 3 which is kind of like the uh-oh, what did we do with this franchise? Yeah. And then we hit, at the very end, with Jurassic World 2, which also might be a, uh-oh, yeah. what did we do with this franchise? I don't know what I don't know what to expect from that one either. So, like, yeah, out of the uh, three that are left, I mean, I've seen Jurassic 3, and I'll talk about that when we get there. The other two, I don't know what we're going to get. I have no, like, I don't know what Raptor Ranch or Dinosaur Experiment is going to be like for me. I don't know what I'm going to feel about it. And I have no idea going into Fallen Kingdom what we're going to get. So this is awesome. I love Dinosaur Month so far. (laughs) Jurassic June. So come back next week with Raptor Ranch or Dinosaur Experiment and let us take a bite out of your brain. Yeah, and you can watch it on YouTube now. So, like, get going on that. you got a week to watch it. And we'll be back next week and you can, you uh, you know, be on our level. (laughs) Yeah, and the filmmakers make money off that. There's about five, six ads throughout it. So they monetized it. Good. And it's almost up to, two. I think, like 200,000 views. All right, yeah. So help them out. We need those little movies, even though this one is not a classic, you know, original. (laughs) There's no original thought in this, but it's fun. All right, remember to be kind. Rewind. Change. The earth was full of 